Dermot and Dave. <laughs> now it said no one does death like the Irish and we do it so well that there's actually a brand new museum dedicated to it. The Irish Wake Museum has just opened and we're joined by Sarah Dolan from Waterford Treasures, one of my favourite places, uh, who are, is behind the museum. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Dave. I've been dying to speak to you. Uh, well, it's Dermot here. I hope you were oh, dying Dermot, to talk to me as no, well. No, 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 no. <laughs> dying to speak to me is exactly right, Sarah. Exactly right. Well, actually, I do have a slightly kind of maybe a little bit of an advantage over most people about this because uh, in my, my, the podcast I do with Neil Denmark called Why Would You Tell Me That? We did an episode at the end of the last season called Throwing Turf at a Corpse. And it was oh. a, it was a tradition in Ireland to throw turf and other things at corpses in wakes. So I may actually have a little little like nuggets of knowledge in here, Sarah, for this conversation. So you but, you definitely do, and you know it's definitely been a learning process. Apparently, there was all kinds of shenanigans taking place at wakes at, at one time, but mm-hmm. it it slowly but surely refined itself over the years. Thankfully, <laughs> well, tell us then about where the idea came to have. A museum dedicated to wakes. Well, I suppose it's it's part of the museum quarter in uh, in Waterford City. So really, the brainchild of museum director Eamon McAnini, who just retired uh, last week, um, and has left us with this beautiful museum of, of death at the Irish Wake Museum, as it is formerly known. <laughs> so it it I suppose if if you visit Waterford, which I hope uh, you will do, it it makes sense in the landscape of the museum. So. The building that uh, the new museum occupies um, actually was um, a retirement home for old for old people. It was called uh, God's People's House, and it actually dates back to 1478. Wow. And it was opened on All Souls Day, uh, the second of November of, of that year. So, so to create an Irish Wake Museum in this building that actually overlooks what once was the graveyard, it it, it just actually makes com- complete sense mm. in, in the grand scheme of things. It's interesting to know that they had retirement homes in the 15th century. Well, God loves these poor people. So, you know, in order to, for their upkeep, they had to, they were woken three times in, in the middle of the night to... <laughs> pray for their souls and the souls of the deceased citizens in, in Waterford. So praying for a good, decent sleep. <laughs> <laughs> poor things. It's, it's these poor creatures, yeah. So, oh, so you paid they, the money so that they might pray for your great aunt who had just passed or something? Well, it, so I suppose it was almost like a penance, you know, that they, they, they were able to have shelter in this old folks' home and, you know, in return that they would pray for, for their own souls and, and the souls of the departed. So right. even though they were out, you know, out of the streets and in shelter, it's, it, I suppose it still wasn't, you know, the most comfortable place to, to yeah, be in. But it wasn't and, on know. the street, as you said, yeah. No, High exactly, turnover, yeah. I'd say, in that place. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Sarah, what kinds of things have you learned about Irish wakes then? I mentioned the throwing turf at a corpse, but what have you kind of learned in, in the opening of this uh, museum about wakes you didn't know before? Well, I suppose just even the, the premise of it and, and the, the word wake, so people were were waked to ensure that they actually were dead you know, so that uh, people would gather in in the room to make sure that you know that they weren't just unconscious. Just unconscious, they, yeah, yeah. Because that, that, that did know. happen. Let's be honest. Like there were some people who were buried, and unfortunately, uh, you know, were not or about to be buried, and were not actually dead. And they sat yeah, up and went, "Hi, yeah, I'm actually fine." <laughs> 
<laughs> so I suppose, you know, it's, you know, you, you know of these things. And as a, as a child, you know, you just... For me, obviously, that's your first experience of, of funerals. You just mm. go along and and you do you follow what everybody else does, you know. Um, and but an Irish wake, it's just intrinsic in our in our in our culture. You know, we celebrate death as as well as life, and where other cultures don't. So I suppose it's it is it's very interesting and intriguing. One of the occupants of the house, um, Mrs. Roberts, she actually had twenty two children. Um, Unfortunately, only eight survived into adulthood. So we also touch on, you know, very sensitive subjects like infant mortality um, and mourning jewellery, which is very interesting. So uh, we have um, some of these items. So perhaps a lock of hair would have been taken from the child or the person who died and uh, turned into um, into a necklace or a ring or sometimes their initials were engraved into into this jewellery and then it was worn by, you know, the mother or the, or the person mm-hmm. grieving. So during um, the wake and then at the funeral they wear it, but would, they wouldn't wear it on a regular basis then, would they? No, it, it would it would, it would have been worn regularly. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then I suppose we touch on healers and things like that and we have a collection of apothecary items and pestle and mortars and, and things like that. Any we records also- of the professional keeners? Because that's one of the things, again, that I learned about this is that people were hired yes. to actually come to the wake to mourn verbally, vocally, like cry yes, and sing correct. and do all these yeah. things that, that like they were hired and they would, they would come. They were famous from town to town and be like, oh, my God, did you see who they got to keen at the funeral or whatever? <laughs> like, you know, they would literally yes. be kind of celebrities yeah. almost. We, we actually do have a recording of Keening. Now, we we chose not to include it because it's quite... Um, Harrowing. Well, yes. Uh, you know, I suppose you... We It's a small building. It's an intimate building. There's six rooms in it. And, and obviously, you know, it was an almshouse. So it, it's quite intimidating to a degree in its, in its structure. So we were trying to deal with things sensitively. And, mm. you know, we wouldn't like somebody up on the top floor of the building and certainly suddenly hear the keening and, and perhaps, you know... <laughs> Run take, straight out take, the door and demand their money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it, I get it. And what was the deal with things being thrown, like turf, at the body? Well, look, there was all kind of shenanigans. I suppose it was a case of um, people reuniting in a, in, a, in, in a lot of sense. So if somebody did pass away, you know, they, they their, their friends or family would travel from the four corners of Ireland to come and pay their respects. So... With that was hospitality, i.e., you know, alcohol and 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 drinking. So I suppose it led to all kinds of things that that would happen, and even you know they would kind of play with the corpse and yeah. dress them up and, and and different things like that. So think weekend as, at Bernie's and Angela's ashes, and combine those two <laughs> things together, and then you're kind of getting an idea of what happened at Wakes. But as we went through the ages and, you know, there was the Victorian influence, then death became, you know, quite proper and, you know, announcements were made in the newspapers and, you know, it was very important and still to this day, you know, to pay your respects and to turn up to, to funerals and, and things like that. So it has certainly evolved, you know, since mm. since then. Uh, well, look, it sounds fascinating. If people want to learn more and maybe book a visit, watervertreasures.com is the place to go. Um, I know you've partnered uh, with a, 
um, of Waterford whiskey and stuff down there as mm-hmm. well. So you can, if you're into that kind of thing, you can check that out. WaterfordTreasures.com. Sarah Dolan from uh, Waterford Treasures. Thanks for uh, chatting to us. And by the way, well done for, for that whole quarter. I've had, we've been lucky enough to mm. visit that a oh, few good. times and have yeah. even been at an event inside it. And it's just fantastic. And I just think uh, other Irish towns and cities could benefit from just having a look at what you've done down there because uh, it's just, it's really slick, a lovely mix of modern and old and it works really well. So well done. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9am.